0: When have you ever felt uh, cheated? Whenever you, whenever you have you ever felt um, where somebody has done something wrong to you, and then you've gone back and you've been happy to purchase their services? Have you ever done that? Has this happened to you? This is not a common thing, right? If, if we've been hurt, if we've been cheated in some ways, or, or we even feel cheated in some ways, are we going to go back and, and, and buy somebody's services or product? No, of course not. Then and, and we've got to think on in the same level of this. All the time with ourselves, how are we trustworthy with other people? How are we presenting ourselves to others? Let me tell you a couple of really quick stories. I had a, a client, uh, a potential client this is this is years ago, and she she came to me she was really excited about starting with coaching. She really needed help with her business, and so she ended up uh, Saying that she would purchase my services, and I, I made a rookie mistake. This is at the beginning of my career. Um, she she said she wanted to purchase my services. Now, at the time, I wasn't creating my own content. At the time, I was I was paying for somebody else's content, and it cost me about fifteen hundred dollars every time I was coaching somebody simply to purchase all this other content. Well, this person came to me, um, and and on, on trusting her, I sent her. And got her hooked up with, with all these all the, all the this stuff, uh, all the stuff that I bought for her. And she never paid me. Now, I, I followed up with her a few times. I tried to help her in, in a few ways. Uh, I did all, all these things to, to legitimately try to help her. And I believed that she had the best of intentions at, at, at heart. Uh, but she never paid me. Now, let's fast forward a few years. A few years later, she came back and said... Mark, would you be willing to help me with something? I really need help with stuff. I'm in a stuck place. And of course, I remember this person immediately because why? we, 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 we remember the people who either we had the best experiences with or the worst experiences with. When I was just starting off in business, when I, when I needed the cash the most, this person had cheated me out of, of $1,500. And that was a big deal for me at the time so later on when she came to me for help how excited was i to help her now listen the way i handled it was i I tried to help her out in some ways but she wanted more from me and i i said listen you want a lot of my time and energy you've already this has already cost me fifteen hundred dollars and i i we talked about this before. I, I'm not willing to enter into this relationship or, or, or do a lot for you if, if you don't remedy the things from the, from the past. Now, again, I'm, I'm happy to coach you. I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to answer your questions. But know that I'm not going to give a crazy amount of time to you when, when, when this has happened in the past. And I, I didn't hear from her again. Uh, she just was went silent, which, which is normal from, from people who uh, tend not to build trust with others. We, we feel shame and we disappear. Another story, I, I, I've got a, a group of clients, these are kind of elite clients, and they, they hang out in a small group. I'm not going to give the name because it's, it's, it's kind of a, it, it's not secretive, but it, it's, it's something that, that, that I, I don't really promote all that much. And in, in this group of people, it's, it's kind of a, a, an elite mastermind group where we really network, we help each other out, we, we do business deals together and real estate deals together and do all this other stuff. Um, and th- there's one person who is a fantastic human being. Fantastic. I really like this individual. And he, he's, he's somebody who's kind. He's somebody who's generous with his time and energy. Having said that, he has trust issues. And he he has a really hard time trusting other people. So, so because of that, he doesn't really open up all that much. When he does open up, he, he's, he's very selective in what he shares with people. And everyone around him feels the barriers there. Everyone around him goes, oh, this this person isn't isn't trusting us. And that has an effect on the group over time the group has gone well we 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 can't we can't do business with this person on the same level uh we 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 can't engage with this person on the same level because he doesn't trust us we need to be careful about trusting him and so we've been working together with this in in the group uh but it's it's something to overcome i'm going to talk about an idea today and that's this the speed of trust uh, there's there's a book somewhere behind me uh, right over there speed of trust it's it's a it's a book written by Stephen Covey's son also named Stephen Covey and the, the the focus of the book is very simple don't buy it I can tell you I can tell you the entire book in about 10 seconds the entire book is, is summarized by saying that as trust goes up in a relationship the time it takes to do business goes down or get something done it goes down and the 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 um, the, the cost of doing business or a relationship goes down as you trust people more, as people trust you more, the time and energy and, and money and, and resources needed to do business go way down. And he actually tells a story about Warren Buffett and how Warren Buffett did this multi-billion dollar deal on a handshake. He did, over the phone, he did a multi-billion dollar deal. Without doing all the paperwork, without doing all this other stuff. Why? Because he trusted the other party and the other party trusted him. When there is trust, can you think about how much money was saved in that business transaction? I mean, I don't know, hundreds of thousands, uh, maybe a million bucks, millions of dollars in, in, in lawyer fees and in vetting service and all this other stuff. When we trust somebody, we get things done so much faster. And, and think about this for yourself. Think about how many times you've worked with somebody, whether it's a, a business relationship or, or just a relationship in general, where you've, you've connected with somebody and, and it tends to just go really quickly. I actually have a, a business partner and we, we do so many deals on handshakes. We've, we've passed hundreds of thousands of dollars back and forth. On handshakes, why? Because we trust each other. Now, some people go, "Mark, you're an idiot for doing that." And listen, I do have contracts in place for a lot of different things. Um, but for me, a, a contract it, 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 there's a different level to understanding contracts. Okay, uh, what can you, you do about a contract? If you have a contract and somebody owes you five, ten, fifteen, twenty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars, what can you do about it? You can sue them, right? Now, legitimately, you can sue them, and legitimately, maybe you'll recover some money. But in the suing process, it costs you a ton of money. So you're not going to get all of it back for yourself. Some, a lot of it's going to go to a lawyer or, or legal fees in general. And then the second problem with it is that it destroys the relationship. You will never have a relationship with that person again. I have gotten through a ton of struggles with, with contract type negotiations or problems by simply communicating with people. And as you, if you develop the, the soft skills of communication... If you understand how to connect with somebody and negotiate with somebody and, and bring value to somebody, then you know what I'm not saying don't have contracts, but those contracts now take a completely different uh, they, they have a different meaning they have a different purpose the purpose for for most of my contracts right now some of them are are completely legal but most of my contracts that I have with people right now are are contracts where they're simply laying down the foundation, the, the ground rules for doing business, the, the ideas of business, what we've agreed to. The, it's, it's a document that, 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 that stores all this information in it. And with that document, the, the, the purpose of it is that we've talked about it, first of all, but secondly, we've written it down and signed it. So we've, we've both made a commitment to this. And later on, if I have a problem with somebody or if, if, I, if something becomes a problem, I can relate to this document and say, hey, do you remember this? And we can go, oh, yeah, we will committed to this. I, I have commitments, you have commitments, and we move on. That's how I typically use contracts. So now contracts have a completely different meaning. Now instead of being this, this prison where you, you have committed to this and you will be held to the letter of the law, now it's, it's something that it just is simply uh, there to help us do relationship. It's there to help us do relationship. Now, if you think like this, if you learn to think like this, this is what's going to happen every once in a while, you're going to be burned. And you know what? Every once in a while, I do get burned. But the vast majority of the time, I make far more money and develop far better relationships in business and in life because I'm not a letter of the law kind of person. I'm not somebody who's going to say, you said this and you said you were going to do this. I'm going to sue you. That's that's never come out of my mouth. (laughs) Never come out of my mouth. As trust goes up, the time, energy, and money... It takes to do business goes down. You actually make far more. You have far more time. This is far more efficient on so many levels. Um, I've got a couple other points that I want to make. This one is how do you develop trust? How do you develop trust? I'm going to talk about how you develop trust in a number of different ways. Number one, what about just marketing? What is marketing? What marketing is is it becoming um, getting getting your voice out to more people, getting your ideas out to more people in a way that builds trust. That's what marketing is. Getting your voice out there enough times in enough ways in front of enough people in in, in a way that builds trust so they wanna buy your service, they wanna purchase your your services, they wanna engage with you or or, or buy your products. That's what marketing is. So how do you build that? Well, in marketing, one, one of the key processes doing this over a long period of time is build trust. You build trust over a long period of time. Well, how do you do this? You add value. How do you add value? Well, if you, every time you con- contact somebody, if you've been, so I'm, I'm not calling this industry bad because it, it's got a bad reputation because there are some bad people in it, but there are lots of great people in it too. There's multi-level marketing or, or, or um, network marketing, and it's got a bad reputation because what, what some people have done with it, this is not even most people, but what some people have done with it is simply bugged people. irritated people. And every time they they come to anyone, they're like, hey, buy my service, buy my service, buy my service, tell me about your product. This is my product. This is my product. Become a business owner, become a business owner. And and that that becomes annoying after a while. That does not build trust. Does it get things done? It can uh, get things done for a short term, but long term, you're burning bridges. Long term, you're killing relationship. The best I ever worked, I've coached a lot of multi-level marketers. and, And what I found is that when they learn how to build trust with their community, and not just their family. I'm not even talking about marketing to their family. I'm talking about marketing to, to the, 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 their niche group of, of people that they want to market to. As they do that and as they build trust, guess what? People come on their own. How many times have you struggled with sales where you, where you just worked really, really hard for a sale and it sometimes comes through and sometimes doesn't? Wouldn't it be nicer? Wouldn't it be far better? Wouldn't it be far more fulfilling and, and convenient and efficient if you've built so much trust through marketing That when somebody comes for a sales call, they go, so where do I sign up? And you go, well, do you want to learn about the product or service? No, 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 no. I I, I love it. I love what you're doing. How do I sign up? Would you like those kind of sales? I love those kind of sales. Um, If you want more of those, again, you need to build trust. So that's on the marketing side. Now let's talk about relationships a little bit, and this can apply to employees, employers. It can apply to business partners. It applies to your, your, your partner, um, in, in like an intimate partner, uh, kids, parents, family, friends. It applies to any relationship you can have. Colleagues, any relationship you can think of. If you build trust, things get done faster. Why? Because there's less opposition. There's less barrier. There's less pushback. If you're a manager, and you want to get things more, more things done with people. Now, again, what I'm qualifying as a manager is something who's part of a larger corporation or somebody who's, who's, who's a small business owner with three employees. You're a manager if you've got one or two or three employees. If you're a parent, you're a manager of some in some way, shape, or form. Okay. And if you're a manager, what's the best way to have people jump onto your ideas? Build trust with them. Have the kind of relationship with them where when you say, hey, I believe this is in the best interest of all of us, that they go, okay, hey, you know what? I don't quite understand it, but I trust you. And I'll ask questions about it, but I trust you. So I'm going to jump on board. And if you look at organizations, I've seen this a lot. If you look at organizations that, that really struggle with trust, they've got ideas that, that never come through. Why? Because even though it's a fantastic idea, people don't trust management. People don't trust those above them. And so they won't do something. So again, how are your relationships with your partner, your spouse, your, your intimate partner, your, 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 uh, your employees, your the people around you how are you building trust with them the key to building trust in these relationships is safety how safe does somebody feel and actually this is true with marketing too if you're always pushing somebody they don't feel safe and they're not going to come to you they're going to push back if somebody feels safe they move towards you i don't know how many times and this, this i'm going to share a personal example here i don't know how many times i've had a conversation with my wife where we're, we're struggling with something and maybe we're, we're, we're angry with each other or frustrated or something and one of us says to the other, hey, listen, it sounds like this is hard. And they try to understand the other person for a few moments. This is what happens. They're, they're, they're two people and they're frustrated and they're, 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 they're barriers up. And, and one person opens up and says, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm getting this. Help me. I'm sorry if I'm miscommunicating. Help me understand where you're coming from. Do you know what happens usually in that circumstance? The other person opens up as well. And when two people are open they're communicating and they connect in really really unique ways in any kind of relationship how do you build safety you build trust and safety by connecting by listening by being open to what somebody else's ideas are and here's here's the way it works how many times have you communicated with somebody and felt really heard how often do you feel heard in your relationships the fact of the matter in, in people that I've worked with, as well as in my own life and in and pretty much everyone I've ever known, is that most of us feel misunderstood. Most of us feel unheard. When's the last time? Has it been years, decades even, since the, from the last time that somebody really listened to you and really uh, took the time to understand where you were coming from? When somebody does that for you, whether it's in in business uh, or or whether it's in some other kind of relationship, you feel heard and you instantly trust that person more. So here's a key, and this is what I want you, this is basically the purpose of, of this conversation in many ways, it comes down to the action step. And the action step is, ask yourself, how am I gonna build trust? How am I gonna build safety? It all comes down to communication. How am I going to become a better listener? How do I ask better questions that go deeper? And how do I connect with somebody on a deeper level? The deeper you connect, the more you hear somebody else's perspective, the more things open up. And again, I'll share maybe a couple of other examples here. I don't know how many times I've worked in, I've worked a lot of jobs before I became a business owner. And in those jobs, often I dealt with in customer support. People found that I was really good with customer support. And one of the reasons I was really good at customer support is because I listened to the customer. When they came and complained about something or said, I I don't like this, I would listen to them and say, okay, so like this this is the problem. And they'd go, yes, finally, somebody understands. And as soon as I built that rapport with somebody, then we fixed the problem. Now, sometimes it was able to fix the problem more and sometimes less. But at the end, those people always went away happy if they felt understood. Because we desperately want to feel understood. You desperately want to feel understood. So, of course, other people are going to want this. Um, Anything else that I really quickly want to say? Oh, yeah, quickly. Um, Ask yourself if you want to build trust with others. So, one side of this is is, is communication, listening, uh, helping people feel understood. Another part of this is how trustworthy are you? Do you take responsibility for your actions? If you drop the ball, do you take responsibility for it? The quickest way to throw somebody off their guard, when they want to throw rocks at you because they, they, they've caught you doing something wrong and they, they, they really want to get at you, the quickest way to disarm them is to admit wrongdoing. Now, I'm not going to say admit wrongdoing in any relationship no matter what's going on. Only admit wrongdoing legitimately if you've done something wrong, okay? There's a really terrible pattern with a lot of people in North America where where we will uh, we, we will take ownership of something that isn't ours, okay? I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. Um, well, legitimately... That's not my fault often that somebody else is feeling a certain thing. Uh, it's, it's often their their stuff. Okay, so don't apologize for something that is, is not your fault. But when you've done something wrong, if it's been on you and you dropped the ball, admit it. And you will have you will see hard people, people that are ready for a fight, kind of just melt in front of your eyes as you admit wrongdoing and say, you know what, this is wrong. I'm sure it affected you in this way and that way. Um, what can I what can I do to remedy? This This, this is awful. And I know it's, it's even wrong to ask you to, to tell me how to remedy it because uh, this is my fault, but I, I want to do better and I want to work with you on this. Watch how people melt when you say that. Admit wrongdoing, number one. Um, definitely ask for forgiveness if you need it. And secondly, coming back to the first point I made, listen really well to others. Put yourself in their shoes. Understand them. Help them feel heard. As you do these things, trust will go up. Now, here's another third point. It's a really kind of small point, And that is, there, I often hear, well, somebody has to earn my trust. And you know what? That's true. Legitimately, we need to earn other people's trust. But when it comes to us trusting other people, here's my challenge to you. And I'm going to leave you with this. If you struggle to trust others, you need to take the first step. Don't wait for others to prove themselves beyond any shadow of doubt. Trust other people first make the command. Like I said, often I will go without a contract to, to, to test people or organizations uh, initially. And w- the way I do that is, is again, I don't have a, nego- a, nego- a negotiated contract. I've got a verbal contract. And w- try it out and see if I get paid. See, see if it comes through. Because I realize very quickly who I can trust and who, who I would never do business again. And that is super, super valuable to me. Far more valuable to me. So I'll, I'll, I'll be willing to trust people first. And I found that when I trust people, they're usually going to come through for me before they even come through for other people that they've worked with for a, for a longer period of time. Why? Because I trust them, they trust me, it destroys barriers, and then we, and we create rapport. And that's the key to doing business. That's the key to relationship in, in, on any level. Build trust. Remember, and this is just a quick summary, as trust goes up, the speed, the, the cost, the energy, the, the, the cost financially or, or energy-wise, the efficiency goes up, the, the, the costs go down of doing business, of doing relationship with people. And that is going to be so helpful for, for you moving forward. Enjoy your week.